Welcome, Screamer, to Scream Stream, your spoiler-free guide to streaming horror entertainment. I'm your host, James Gass. If you're new to the show, what I do is pick a horror movie from one of the various streaming services and give it a spoiler-free review. Scream Stream is available wherever podcasts are served, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many more. Just head over to ScreamPod.com and all the links are there so you can subscribe to the show and never miss an episode. So just to give you an update on some of the films that I've been watching this week, uh, I have watched uh, watched a couple of Asian horror anthology, anthology films. One was called Ghost Stories 3, which was pretty good. Wasn't that bad. I think it's a, I don't know if, it, I think it was from Thailand, maybe? Thailand or Korea? I don't know. One of those. And then I also watched a film called uh, Phobia 2 from Thailand. Uh, and that one was actually pretty good. Not overly scary, but um, the the stories were were pretty suspenseful. So if you haven't seen those, those are available on Amazon Prime. I do recommend that you go and check those out. I, wait, actually, Phobia 2 is on Netflix, U.S. Netflix. Uh, and then Ghost Stories 3 is on Amazon Prime. And then we finally went to the theater and saw The Nun. I, I don't know if I'm going to review that film or not when it comes out. Uh, I, I'm glad we went and saw it in the theater and that's all I'm really going to say about it. I don't know if, if, okay, so here's the thing. It's not as good as the rest of the films as the other five, four films, four or five films in the, in the, in the franchise. It was good. Just not as good. I'm glad we saw it in the theater though. I think it had more of an effect that way. I don't think it would have had the same effect if we'd watched it at home. Uh, I, it was just a little more jumpier, uh, but a decent film. Uh, and then, uh, I think that's all I've been watching. Oh, I did find some show on Amazon prime called chiller. And this is a British horror show. I've watched one episode and the first episode was actually pretty good. I think there was five of them. And this is a series that was done in 95, I think. Uh, and, uh, if you haven't seen that, I recommend at least watching the first episode I haven't got around to watching the rest of them. Uh, and then, of course, I will cover the new releases, uh, streaming releases at the end of my review. And before I get into the review, I want to remind you the queue. Next week, uh, I'm reviewing Pumpkinhead. And the week after that, I'm doing Always Watching a Marble Hornet Story. If you haven't watched Marble Hornets on YouTube, it's 93 clips. I talked about this last week. Go and watch those videos. They're each like, between one and five minutes long. Uh, so it shouldn't take you that long to power through them, but I highly recommend watching all those videos on that YouTube channel. They are extremely creative. Uh, they were done in 2009. I think this, this might have been like one of the very first web series, uh, on YouTube unknowingly, I guess. Uh, yeah, go, go check that out. It's marble Hornets on YouTube. Uh, and then, Always watching is sort of a film that takes place in that universe. And that'll be uh, coming up week after next. And then after that, I'm going to do a quiet place, then drag me to hell and then hereditary. And then I got a couple other films I'm thinking about doing. Uh, if you have a suggestion, please let me know. Uh, hit me up on Twitter at James gas or at scream underscore stream or on the Facebook page over at facebook.com slash scream pod. Let me know there if you have uh, any suggestions for films that I should review. 
as long as they're streaming, if I have to rent it, that's okay. Uh, just as long as it's on one of the streaming services. So this week's review, uh, I'm going to be reviewing Terrifier. This was written and directed by Damien Leone and stars Jenna Cannell, Samantha Scafidi, yeah, and David Howard Thornton. Uh, for a brief plot synopsis, a maniacal clown terrorizes three young women on Halloween night and everyone else who stands in his way. So Terrifier is, the first time I saw this Art the Clown, who is the, the main killer in the, in the movie, uh, was on a film called All Hallows Eve. I saw this a few years ago as an anthology film. I, I loved it. I thought it was great. Uh, I thought it was uh, pretty suspenseful. I liked the whole Art the Clown character, and I liked the different stories, and the wraparound story was even really good. Uh, so I was excited to see uh, Damien announce this film, and I've been waiting for it for quite a while, for about, I think he announced it like a year and a half ago or so. Uh, so I've been waiting for this one. Now this, originally this was based off of a short film that he did in 2011 called Terrifier. Uh, and uh, I think it's a completely different story. It was just a short film, but he based this off, off of that film. Now in those two films, David Howard Thornton did not play Art the Clown. It was somebody else. Mike uh, Gianelli uh, did Art the Clown in the first two films. So, but anyway, I was, I was interested to see this one and it's finally on Netflix. And so I checked it out. So right off the bat, acting was okay. David Howard Thornton was amazing as Art the Clown. I mean, super creepy the way he moved. He didn't make a sound like not a sound. Even when he got hurt, he, there was nothing. Uh, and I don't know if maybe they just cut his track or he, if he was able just to not make any vocal sounds during shooting, uh, but he was amazing. Uh, his gestures, his movements, his facial expressions were just out of this world. The other actors were okay. I felt like they just didn't do that good of a job. Like, I don't, I don't know. A, a little amateurish, I think uh, kind of TV movie ish. If that makes any sense. I don't know. I just didn't really enjoy the acting, uh, from, um, Tara Hayes. She did, she did better than, uh, I'm not sorry, not Tara Hayes. Uh, that was her, her character. Uh, Jenna Cannell. Did better than Samantha Scafidi and uh, Catherine uh, uh, Corcoran, but it still wasn't like, wow, that acting was great. I loved it. I thought she did a great job as this character. Uh, I, I think, I don't know if it's a dialogue or just the way they delivered the dialogue. I just wasn't that impressed. I hate saying that. I, I hate giving criticism like that, but it's true. It's just, the acting just wasn't there. It wasn't on par, and I, I feel like David Thornton just stole this whole show. I feel like in a good film, nobody outacts the other. You know what I mean? There's there's a balance there. But I think in this film, I, I don't know. It's hard to explain. I just don't think they did as good of a job as David, and I think that kind of created this this imbalance in the characters 
Um, I don't know. It's hard to explain. If you watch it, you, you might see what I mean. So as for the story, though, there's not much of a story. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, this clown kills some people. And that that's really it. That's that's the entire premise of the film. There's there's no mystery there. There's no like, who is this clown and why is he doing it? And we have to solve this thing. That's none of that. It's you know, in a typical slasher, you at least have some sort of mystery that, that the characters have to solve. Some Scooby Doo esque thing happening. Uh, you don't have that here. It's just straight up. Here's this clown. Kill some people, blood, gut, spit, nass flying everywhere, and that's that's all you get. So the story was just lackluster. And I know it sounds like I'm hating on this movie. <laughs> I'll, I'll get to my overall feelings in a bit. Uh, the look of the film, the cinema. Let me start with the cinematography. Cinematography was good. The way the shots were framed were nice. Movement was good. Uh, the lighting was nice. The problem I have with the look of the film is the post-processing. Like, it feels like somebody, if you look on Instagram, you find like um, some of these photographer influencers, they way over-process their photos and it just looks super, I don't know, just super fake. And that's what happened here. I think the film was just way over-processed, way too much contrast too much film grain, too much artificial grain, I should say. I don't know if that was added in for effect, quote unquote, but it didn't do, it didn't do justice. Like it shouldn't have been there. The, the footage was too crunchy. It just didn't look good. The colors were oversaturated. Uh, I, I just didn't like the way it looked at all, period. It looked it looked like they tried way too hard to do something artistic and it just didn't work out. Uh, and I hate to say that, but that's the way it is. It just looked bad. Like it looked like somebody used a cheap video camera to make this movie. It, that's what it looked like. It looked like a cheap camcorder. Uh, and that's sad because it, I think the film deserved a lot more than that. Uh, maybe on, if, in the next film, maybe tones down the processing, make it look more filmic, cinematic. I hate, I hate using that word cinematic. I think it's so overused, but it's appropriate, I guess. It needs to look a little more cinematic and less crunchy. I, I don't know. Uh, I just didn't like the way the film looked. Just was not a fan. So, uh, and then again, as I said for story, there wasn't a whole lot of story there. Not much happening. Lots of blood and guts. Lots of gore. Uh, some of the, one of the kills I just thought was just kind of unnecessary. I mean, it was just there for pure shock value and that got lost on me. Uh, I'm, I am not, I'm not one of those people who is easily amused by cheap shock gore. If that makes sense, it needs to mean something. There has to have some sort of meaning behind it. It has to have a purpose. This had no purpose. Just, I mean, its only purpose was there just to be gory and have some shock value. And I didn't really appreciate it. Uh, I thought it was childish and immature. God, man, I am being harsh on this film. This is just kind of all coming out. I wasn't expecting to be this harsh. But I, I, I guess overall, I liked the concept. 
I had high hopes for it. I just didn't like it. It just wasn't that good of a movie. The only reason to watch this film is to watch Art the Clown. And that's it. That's the only reason to watch this film. Huh. It's kind of, well, okay. Here's, here's a super unpopular opinion. For me, this is kind of like The Dark Knight Rises. Is that, is that the one, the Batman one with uh, Heath Ledger as the Joker, Dark Knight Rises? The only thing I liked about that film was the Joker. The only reason why I would watch that film is for the Joker. Rest of the film, complete garbage. Hated it. Hated that movie. Heath Ledger was the only reason to watch that movie. This, the only reason to watch this film is to see David Thornton bring, bring to life Art the Clown. The only reason. Anything else, you don't need to pay attention to it. It makes very little sense. Uh, I didn't care about any of the characters. I will say this, though. With one of the characters, it pissed me off in the, in the third act. Kind of well, kind of near this, the end of the second act, second act of film just pissed me off, uh, and I think it would just went downhill from there. Uh, just really mad about that whole situation. <laughs> so you have to watch. I'm not going to spoil it for you. Would I recommend watching it? Man, I don't know. That's a tough one. I don't know. I I really want to say you should watch it, but I don't think it's really worth your time. I don't. I I honestly don't. I don't say that a whole lot about films. I don't say you shouldn't watch this movie. And this one, I just don't think it's impressive enough. It currently has a 5.7 on IMDb, 5.7 out of, out of 10. Maybe that's kind of right for my rating out of five. I'd probably give this, give this like a two and a half. And it's only saving grace is art. The clown just, him in itself, not what he does as far as, as the, the murders go, but just him as a character. He's the only saving grace for this film. Uh, it is, it's an hour and 22 minutes. It felt much longer. It felt like it was almost two hours long. It just kind of dragged and dragged. Like it had some, some stuff going for it. And then it just got dragged. I think what happened was, Everything got kicked off too fast. Like there was barely a first act. It was like, here's some characters. Boom. Here we go. We're, we're in it. And I think the, the dragging on of that second act just made the pacing off. I didn't like the way it was paced. So maybe just skip it. Skip it. If you're adventurous, check it out. But I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't bother watching this movie again. Uh, I just have zero desire to watch this movie. If he does a sequel, I'll probably watch that. I hope he does a better job with it. I hope he does something with a look. Just didn't like the way this movie looked. The colors were just kind of meh. I don't think the colors suited. It was like this green and black color scheme. I just didn't like the way that looked. And it was too, too contrasty, too much of a contrast that uh, you just lost a lot of detail. Uh, I, I just didn't like the way it looked. I didn't like the story or lack thereof. Uh, the acting wasn't that great. Two and a half. So there you go. That, I'm done. I can't. I can't. I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> so, all right. Let's get on to new streaming releases. And we'll start with uh, uh, Amazon Prime. All right. So on Amazon, just a note about Amazon. 
they add a lot of horror films during the week, but there's like three bad ones to every good one. So we'll just pick out some of the notable ones. Uh, the Howling 2, it's not that great of a film, but I think you should watch it. Uh, the Raven with Vincent Price. Uh, Jeepers Creepers 2, which was okay. Man, it was okay. The Amityville Horror, the 2005 remake with uh, Ryan Reynolds. I thought this was a really good film. I think it got like some mixed reviews. I thought it was good. I really liked that remake. Uh, one of the few remakes that I really, really liked. Uh, that's one of the, one of them. Uh, Candyman 2, Farewell to the Flesh. Good film. Poltergeist 3. You know, I think I may have watched it like once or twice, but don't really re remember it. I might go back and check that out. Uh, Sleepaway Camp 2. I love that series. Ghoulies, Ghoulies 2. Uh, if you haven't watched the Ghoulies film, they're super silly, but uh, I mean, they're a fun watch. Stigmata, that was a really good one with uh, Patricia Arquette, Gabriel Byrne, uh, who was also in uh, Hereditary. He, uh, I, I didn't realize that was him. Psycho, Psychophonia, I think I've heard something about this. Uh, I don't know. I'll put that in my queue, though. American Werewolf in Paris, not as good as American Werewolf in London. Uh, but I, I think that one's worth watching. Dead Rising Watchtower. I think I did a review of this on the previous uh, Scream stream, which reminds me, I do want to talk about that uh, after after new releases. And that is about it for Amazon. Like I said, they add a bunch of stuff. But the majority of it looks like garbage. So um, you can kind of go through there if you want um, and look and see what they have. Maybe, maybe, maybe there's something that you'll like. All right, so moving on to Netflix. On Netflix, we have The Third Eye, uh, which is a Indonesian film. Uh, this looks pretty spooky. I, I guess it's a Netflix original, quote-unquote. Uh, they usually say Netflix original, but Netflix doesn't actually make a whole bunch of these movies. They just It's kind of like presented by Netflix. The Endless, I really want to see this. This looks so good. I have saw it from the trailers when it was released or the when the... They announced it last year, uh, and I have been so excited to see this film. It currently has like a 95% on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, I'm excited to see this. It looks really, really good. Uh, that's probably going to be the new film in the queue um, after Hereditary. I'll probably do uh, The Endless because I really, really want to see that. I'm super excited for that one. Uh, the Witch is now on Netflix. Uh, As Above, So Below. I watched that the other night. It's still a good film. Because I love me some found footage. And uh, The Secret. And I don't know if this is a horror film. It's classified as drama. But uh, it says learning that her father ha has married a woman her own age. Kanaya, Kanaya leaves home only to get into an accident that lands her in a haunted hospital. Uh, so I don't know if that's a horror film. The trailers looked a little spooky. Uh, so, I mean, I'll check it out and, and see. Maybe let you know. Uh, and that's it for, for Netflix. And then on Hulu, they took away their, like, what's new section in the horror. Uh, so let me run through it, because I know there are a couple new things that I did spot. Uh, 28 Weeks Later, The ABCs of Death, I think that's new. Uh, Jigsaw. I do, I will say this, that they have two new shows coming, uh, Hulu original shows. One is called... Into the Dark. I think it's it's a 12-episode show. They're going to do one a month. 
And starting in October, it's going to be their Halloween-themed uh, episode. And that's going to be out on, on October the 5th, so in just a few days. Uh, we'll be watching that. And then they also have a new show coming out called Light as a Feather that looks really good. It looks pretty creepy. Uh, and that's coming out October the 12th. Uh, so they do got a, a few new horror things out. And then some new stuff on Shudder. Uh, the No End House, uh, which is uh, season two of Channel Zero, that's out. Let Us Pray. I haven't watched that. That was on Netflix for a while. Uh, Chocolate, Black Coal, Thin Ice, Starry Eyes. That was good. And I think I mentioned, yeah, I mentioned this one already. Uh, Hell House LLC Part 2 is out. And that's it for Shudder. Uh, so before I let you go, I do want, I have like a small minor announcement. Uh, I am closing the uh, the Scream Stream Patreon page because I just don't have any patrons there. And, and after, you know, several years of doing uh, Scream Stream, I just, I had, I always had one and that was it. Uh, so I closed out and, and that one canceled uh, their membership. So uh, I closed out the Patreon page. I have a Patreon page just for me and all of the things I create. If you want to check that out, you can head over to patreon.com slash James Gas uh, and check that out there. Uh, as for the old episodes of ScreamStream, I think I have a, an, the ability on my Libsyn blog, which is where uh, the podcast is hosted. Uh, I think I can uh, just upload files there without them actually going into the podcast feed. So what I think we're going to do is because I get like a little blog page. I think within that blog page, I can um, um, post those old video, those old episodes there. I think that's what I'm going to start doing. I'm just going to start posting those episodes there. Um, I think I get, I get like 250 megabytes a month to upload. So um, I'm trying to do as much as I can every month until I get all that caught up. And then you'll be able to just go over to screenpod.com and uh, listen to all of those episodes. If you want a zip file of all of them, let me know. Hit me up on Twitter or on the Facebook page, and I can get you a zip file of, of all the MP3s. Uh, maybe I'll, I'll probably upload that to, to like a, a Dropbox or something and let you download those. Uh, let me know if you if if you like that. If not, you know I'll still put them up on the website. You can stream them there, uh, listen to them on the website. So, with all that said, that's going to do it for this week's episode of ScreamStream. Uh, if you'd like to keep up with me outside of the podcast, you can do that at ScreamPod.com, where you can find links to all of my social profiles. While you're there, listen to episodes and subscribe to the podcast via your favorite podcatcher like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, and many more. If you have a movie you'd like me to review. Uh, just hit me up on Twitter or go to screenpod.com slash contact, fill out the little form, uh, or join the Facebook page over at facebook.com slash screenpod. And finally, music used for ScreamStream was created by Kevin McLeod over at incompetech.com. Until next week, I'm James Gass saying, if it was real, the cameraman would be dead too. Good night. Good night.